Hello and welcome to The Denverse. I'm Derek and today we're going to talk about the sudden resignation of Colorado Rockies general manager Jeff Breidich. There were a lot of things I thought we could do a podcast on this week. It's NFL Draft Week. The Broncos may be looking for a quarterback. The Colorado Avalanche and Denver Nuggets are still battling for their playoff positioning, but I didn't see a way that the already irrelevant Colorado Rockies were going to make headlines even for a day. And I guess this was really one of only about three ways it could have happened. Out of nowhere, Jeff Breidich resigns. He says that it's time for a new direction in leadership within the organization and that this is what's best for the organization and for him. Uh, Dick Monfort, in his statement, said that, you know, this was heartbreaking, but he'd come to accept it, and it was time to move on. And he was very excited about Greg Fiesel, who is now president of the Colorado Rockies organization. Uh, Fiesel is the first president since Kelly McGregor, who died over a decade ago, and it puts a position between Dick Monfort and the general manager, who is yet to be named. They're going to have an interim general manager, and then they'll hire a real general manager after the season. Of course, one of the questions now is, what does a real general manager look like for the Colorado Rockies? Because, at least late in the game, it wasn't clear that Jeff Breidich was still the real general manager. From reports, it sounds like Dick Monfort actually was the person who made the deal that traded Nolan Arenado, and then he let Jeff Breidich take the fall. And all Breidich got to do was pick out the wonderful selection of prospects that the Rockies got back for Arenado. But of course, the deal only had to happen because Jeff Breidich uh, had completely alienated Nolan Arenado, where Arenado signed his big contract because Breidich uh, promised that they were going to still compete for a World Series, and then uh, Nolan felt like he'd changed his mind, that Breidich had gone back on their deal. And when Nolan said he felt like they were in a rebuild, Jeff Breidich responded, well, if we were in a rebuild, Nolan Arenado wouldn't be here anymore. So, of course, they traded Nolan Arenado a couple months ago, had the big press conference where they just couldn't believe how this could have happened, especially Dick Monfort. And Breidich, even though Nolan was no longer here, uh, was part of the team that said, we're definitely not in a rebuild. But after their first homestand and road trip, they were winning one out of every four games. And even though before he resigned, the Rockies had won four out of their last five and had a respectable homestand, it was clear that it was over. So that leaves a number of questions about why Jeff Breidich left now. It's not like anyone respected him and he suddenly realized that. And it's not like suddenly the dynamics had changed and he felt like he didn't have any power and Dick Monfort had all of the power. That had always been the dynamic, at least recently. And we don't know exactly how long that's been true, but at least with the Arenado deal. I think when Breidich took the job, he had more power. But somewhere along the way, he lost that. And Breidich's record, despite being the first general manager to lead the Colorado Rockies to -to back-to-back postseasons, is not stellar. Outside of those two seasons, he'll be most known, of course, for ruining the relationship with Arenado and adding the clause that he insisted on that Arenado could have opted out of his contract after this season. If that clause isn't in there, the Rockies would never have been forced to trade Arenado, although it is thought by some that the Arenado deal actually came about because they didn't want to keep paying Nolan, and they saw the writing on the wall, and the pandemic has really hurt them, along with their real estate deal, where you can get a 300-square-foot studio apartment, I guess it's a condo, with a Murphy bed, and you can buy that for $500,000. 
So if you want to have no living space and live across from Coors Field, where the Colorado Rockies will still try to win a few baseball games, that is still available to you. But because of all of that, it's not clear if uh, the Rockies would have kept Nolan without that clause, but probably that clause signifies so much of Jeff Breidich's tenure with the Rockies. It started out with him trading Troy Tulowitzki after Troy Tulowitzki had an agreement, even though he didn't have a no trade clause, that he would not be traded, and if a trade was going to come about, that they would at least discuss it with him. And instead, Breidich made this trade, didn't tell Tulowitzki, and Tulowitzki said he would never talk to anyone at the Rockies again, and as far as we know, that is very true. Then the Rockies do make the playoffs, and the season after they make the playoffs, they decide to not re-sign DJ LeMahieu, and they let Cargo, Carlos Gonzalez, who really carried the team through much of the uh, 2010s, and Gerardo Parra decide to get rid of both of them. They end up bringing Cargo back, but not on a real contract. <laughs> they basically just didn't have enough players in, in the outfield, and so they brought Cargo back for another year. But that contract that would have gone to pa- Cargo ended up going to Ian Desmond. Now, I bring up Cargo, Parra, and LeMahieu because part of the thing that made the 2017 team so good is that they had a lot of camaraderie, and that was really led by guys like Cargo and Parra, while you had LeMahieu, Arenado, and Blackman as the professionals that did their work. And as soon as you lost that, something was lost within the Rockies organization. Their pitching carried them through 2018, but their hitting never really recovered, and we just saw the downward spiral in 2019 and the shortened 2020 season to end up where we are right now. On top of the uh, Ian Desmond signing, which didn't pan out on the field, they also signed Daniel Murphy and tried to convert both players to first baseman. Something that plagued the Rockies before Jeff Breidich's tenure was that they've never been able to replace Todd Helton at first base, and that has continued through his tenure. Up until a couple weeks before the season, the Rockies were the only team in baseball to not sign a free agent, which actually might have been better, because if you add on their mistakes with pitching in the bullpen and Jeff Breidich not using analytics to figure out how to get players, it all adds up to the Rockies were probably better off not spending in free agency, but to be the only team up until two weeks before the season started, was embarrassing. The other big battle for Jeff Breidich is out of the Dick Monfort playbook, and that is to be combative with the media. Now, before Jeff Breidich, obviously Dan O'Dowd was the general manager, and his right-hand man, Bill Guyvet, was famous for going on the radio and saying, you have to trust in the organization, which is the unofficial motto of the Colorado Rockies. And once they got rid of Guyvet, where Jim Tracy the former Colorado Rockies manager was basically like, I will leave if Guy Vett leaves because he was being so manipulative. Uh, Jeff Breidich, a couple years later, was able to become the general manager over Dan O'Dowd. And of course, Dan O'Dowd had one... Dan O'Dowd was there for twice as long as Jeff Breidich and made the playoffs just as many times, uh, the magical 2007 run and in 2009. Not a lot of success there. But the thing that you can say about Jeff Breidich over... Dan O'Dowd, is that Jeff Breidich was more combative with both the media, who he basically called idiots and said they weren't doing brain surgery and he never listened to any of them. He said this in public. These were public comments. And he had a bad relationship with all the players. Like, no one liked this guy. He was more impressed with his own Harvard degree than anyone else. And that carried on, that carried forward with how he looked at the analytics department and the other people around him, the scouts in baseball, which has led everyone to believe that the Rockies are the worst situation in baseball right now. 
And that will all be Jeff Breidich's legacy. And we'll be better off without him because at least a fresh start means that maybe new ideas will get in there. However, as I said, uh, Greg Fiesel has been promoted to president and he was Dick Monfort's right-hand man. You might think, oh, Fiesel must be a baseball guy. In fact, he's a football guy. He played in the USFL for the Denver Gold and then played a few seasons in the NFL, has been with the Rockies organization for a really long time, and probably is, from reports, Dick Monfort's closest confidant. So with that in mind, should we expect change? And it's hard to say right now. We don't know who they're going to hire. If the long-term GM is someone outside of the organization, that would be a great step in the right direction. But obviously, Dick Monfort will still be the owner of this team. And long-term, that probably means that Rockies fans are waiting to find out once Dick Monfort finally passes on the team to his sons, if his sons are going to be like the Chicago Blackhawks owner when the owner died, his son took over, and then the Blackhawks won three Stanley Cups, or if it's going to be more like the Raiders situation, where Al Davis's son is worse than Al Davis. And that's really what we have to look forward to as the... Rockies will follow in the footsteps of the Bolin family, uh, where we will have drama intergenerationally. It'll also be interesting to see if Greg Fiesel is more open to the media. It seems like this could be a way that Monfort uh, cordons himself off and doesn't have to do any more press conferences. He will basically be the Josh Kroenke of this situation, where last week, when Stan Kroenke, the owner of the Avs, Nuggets, Rapids, and Los Angeles Rams, was under heat from another franchise he owns, Arsenal in England, he sent Josh, his son, to go deal with it and did not speak in public. That could be Greg Fiesel's role going forward. We, ha we may have heard the last public comments from Dick Monfort, and since it seems like he's always playing both sides of the coin, that may not be the worst thing. Also, just as a Rockies fan, it is nice to not have to worry about how this success or failure will impact Jeff Breidich's future with the club. We can just root for the young guys, and most of these guys, much like us as Rockies fans, didn't choose this life. We were born in Colorado. We live here. They didn't pick to be drafted by the Rockies or signed by the Rockies. They obviously didn't have a lot of other options, or this was just the team where they've ended up. And so there are a lot of young players, exciting players, to root for, and that's how I'm sort of looking at the season going forward. At least Jeff Breidich isn't here to mess that up, but I don't have high expectations. I always thought because Bud Black is such a good manager for the Rockies that 100 losses was going to be a hard uh, line to cross. The Rockies have never done it, and their starting pitching has been okay so far. Their bullpen and lack of hitting on a day-to-day -day basis is just always going to doom this team. And the best thing that could happen to the Rockies is that somehow they bring in someone in from the outside, empower that person, and that person actually tries to figure out Coors Field. No more excuses about home road splits. No more excuses about how it's hard to pitch at Coors Field. No more excuses. I think at the end of the day, that's really all that Rockies fans could ask for, is that going forward, the Rockies start to develop a mentality like the Denver Broncos have had for so many years. Obviously, championship or bust is too high of a calling for someone like the Rockies, but competing for the division again is a really good start. So, so long, Jeff Breidich. Someday I hope that we find out what actually happened here, what led to you leaving. But for now, we can just all take a sigh of relief because Jeff Breidich is gone. Until next time, I'm Derek. See ya.